0: If people will stand up it will be like elijah who finds out he wasn't by himself right god had a lot there was a lot of people there was a lot there yeah. was a lot that did right. not mm. bend their knee
1: yeah,
0: right. and bow and so there's a lot now there's there you're there you're watching this podcast you're not you're, alone you're hearing this and you're thinking man there's some guys some people that think like like we do like i do i didn't think anyone thought like i did or have or even questioning these things but we're here there's more of us than you realize that they're here and we want to encourage you to Connect with these these ideas. Connect with these people.
1: What are we standing up for? The ability, the freedom to do what's right as God defines that right. God's the
0: ultimate author of liberty.
1: We don't want government to stand between us and our freedom to do what is right. Hello and welcome to the Bible Nation podcast. I'm Doug Levesque. And with me today, we have Pastor Jason Georges of Emanuel Baptist Church and Tony Nash of AZ Business Solutions. And these gentlemen are great cultural movers and shakers in our society today here in the state of Michigan and abroad. And I appreciate them joining me for our podcast. Guys, thanks for being here today.
2: It's always good to be here. Good to be back.
1: You can always check out our articles, books, and our podcast itself on BibleNation.org. The best culture is a Bible culture. It's proven and it works. Well, our last podcast was about something pretty alarming in society today, and that's the prospect of vaccine mandates. Yeah. So we don't necessarily have a full vaccine mandate out there today, but uh, the government, media, elites, societal culture is definitely pushing the envelope to where it it could happen. Um, But we're also getting more resistance today. So we're seeing a civil war, uh, if you will, in personal choice.
2: When you're already seeing big corporations and even small businesses are starting to mandate it just to get ready. So it's already happening.
1: Exactly. Some people are doing it, but not from a legal sense. They're doing it from a private sense or whatever. Um, In the last hour, we we really started off by reading the Nuremberg Code of 1947, where Nazi Germany had done um, immoral, illegal, unethical medical treatment, medical examination upon the Jews, gypsies, homosexuals, uh, handicapped, retarded children, et cetera, et cetera. And, of course, they were war criminals, and they, uh, in the Nuremberg uh, uh, trials, you know, put those people to death and put put people in prison because of it. Out of that was written the Nuremberg Code, which was this code of medical ethics, and I encourage everyone uh, to go back and listen to that particular podcast, or just check out the Nuremberg Code 1947, Yourself, And basically what we're saying is, is we're coming to a societal question that's already been dealt with. It's not new. Right. There's nothing new under the sun. And, you know, the German society failed in this regard. They failed as a society because they capitulated out of fear or whatever else. And they allowed that to happen on a a grand scale. And so our society's in this fight and we've got to fight it. We're doing it rhetorically, you know, through a podcast, um, intellectually, reasonably. But uh, if, if, to the, comes, if it comes to the brink, you know, what's, what's it going to take? Right. If people are going door to door, if you're losing your job, or if you can't go shopping, or if you can't put your kids in school, what's going to happen? What's the breaking point? And it, and it seems like that is a discussion worth having. For sure. So last hour we talked about that. We looked at the, the mandates uh, in the news, uh, what different governors are doing, what different companies are doing, um, what society doing. But we said we wanted to come back, and we wanted to talk about – Um, societal, governmental vaccine mandates versus God's mandates. Right. Um, But let's start off talking about um, personal choice. Yeah. Personal choice. Um, Here's an article from Axios. New data on coronavirus vaccine effectiveness may be a wake-up call. And um, basically, uh, it's questioning the mRNA vaccine's effectiveness against Delta, particularly Pfizer's. Uh, has already grabbed the the attention of top Biden administration officials. What they're saying. The study found that Pfizer vaccine was only 42% effective against infection in July when the Delta variant was dominant. If that's not a wake-up call, I don't know what is, a senior Biden official told Axios. You know, you're caught. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess that's a big statistic. (laughs) So driving this news is the study conducted by Inference and the Mayo Clinic, compared the effectiveness of Pfizer and Moderna vaccines in the Mayo Clinic health system over time from January to July. I would say this is pretty, pretty probably one of the better statistical studies you could do. Overall, it found that Moderna vaccine was 86% effective against infection over the study period, and Pfizer's was 76% effective. Now, obviously, um, Mayo Clinic likes Moderna over Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> Moderna's vaccine was 92% effective against hospitalization, and Pfizer's was 85% but the vaccine's effectiveness against infection dropped sharply in July when the Delta variant's prevalence in Minnesota had risen to over 70%. Pfizer was 76% effective against infection and Pfizer, or Moderna was 76% 76 effective against infection and Pfizer was only 42% effective. Now, what's interesting is that human immunities have a better uh, percentage effectiveness at keeping you through. So, you know, this is almost a moot point for who's going to make the most money, right? I mean, is it Nike or Adidas? You know, who's, who's going to sell the most shoes? The study found similar results in other states. For example, in Florida, the risk of infection in July for people fully vaccinated with Moderna was about 60% lower than for people vaccinated with Pfizer. So the article is kind of a study like which one's better and Mayo saying uh, Moderna over Pfizer. But the reality is that neither one of them worked right. in July. It's unclear whether the results signify a reduction in effectiveness over time, a reduced effectiveness against Delta, or a combination of both. Quote, based on the data we have so far, it's a combination of both factors. Said Venki Sandarajan, he's the guy I'd want doing the study. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lead author of the study. The Mo- Moderna vaccine is likely, very likely, more effective than the Pfizer vaccine in areas where Delta is the dominant strain, and the Pfizer vaccine appears to have lower durability of effectiveness. I'd be interested if Venki is connected to Moderna, or is getting a kickback for the okay. endorsement? <clears throat> he added that his team is working on a follow-up study that will try to differentiate between the durability of the two vaccines and their effectiveness against Delta. I won't read the rest of the article. But finally, in the last uh, podcast, we said there is billions of dollars in financial gain here. Right. Number one, that's that's just not right. If this is if this is a problem, somebody else should be paying for it. And nobody should be getting rich right. off it. Right. The guy who invented ivermectin made sure that nobody was going to get rich right. off it, and it was free, right? So it wasn't, it wasn't under pharmaceutical companies. Maybe that's why they don't push it, right. you know? Uh, but today we start off with the idea that in this study um, that neither one has worked effectively against uh, in July any more than or human August. immunities. Well, yeah. it's,
2: it's interesting because, you know, right now they're saying 70% of Americans mm-hmm. have been vaccinated, and we're in an outbreak in the middle of summer, which never happens with the virus. Last year, at the height of COVID, even the summer months were way down, way low, with no vaccinations. And right. now we have all these, and, and these numbers are spiking yeah. all over the place. Something's not working.
1: Well, and, and of course, the media is just going to report news. They don't, have to, they don't have to tell the truth. Right. They're just going to report news. And so they can say, well, it's the unvaccinated, the unvaccinated, the unvaccinated. But what if it's the vaccination? Right. Mm-hmm. What, what if that's the problem? And that's fair. Right. And that's this kind of study, you know, without coming out and saying that is almost saying, you know, we don't have effectiveness. Could it be? Right. At least at least creating the question. So I think we can we can ask that uh, question. And and then that brings up the idea of personal choice. Right. It's a personal choice. What shirt you buy. It's a personal choice. What car you drive. It's a personal choice. What you eat for dinner and when you eat it, what you put in your body in that in that regards. Uh, The left has for years said my body, my choice. Right. Uh, In that a woman can can uh, kill her unborn baby in her womb if it be her choice, regardless of her parents, regardless of the child's father, regardless of her irresponsible behavior, regardless of the the necessity to undergo consequences without murder. Right. You know, to cover it up. And so that has been effective mantra in society Mm -hmm. until now. Right. And now it's not my body, my choice. It's my body. Uh, over your body and it's my choice over your choice for the sake of my body yeah
2: well there's been this redefining of morality over the last year and a half like first it was really like if you leave outside of your house for more than anything that's essential that's you're a bad person yeah if you go to church you're a bad person if you don't socially distance from people you're a bad person If you don't wear a mask you're a bad person and now it's this if you don't vaccinate you're a bad person so it's like this redefinition of what morality is what it means to be a good human being and it's it's false. I mean, the Bible defines morality, so we don't necessarily need that. But this is where the, the disconnect this is, where people are confused. Everyone's like, well, I want to be a good person. I want to be good to my fellow man. I want to be kind to my society. Yeah. And so, this narrative that, well, even if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your fellow man, yeah. people buy into it because they right. don't have an understanding of where morality comes from.
1: You know, the, the, the idea <clears throat> that um, the devil made me do it doesn't really stand up in court. The idea that the officer commanded me to do that. Doesn't always hold up in court because if you did some immoral thing, mm-hmm. and said, "Well, you know, I was I was told to do that," doesn't make it make it right. In a group rape, you can't say my friends made me do it. You are responsible for yourself. You can't uh, be you know drunk and alcohol and say, "Well, the frat house all made me do it." Right. You know, you have to be responsible for and, yourself.
0: And because you're responsible. That is the line of demarcation of individual sovereignty. Right? right. In other words, if I am responsible for my actions, then I have to be given the liberty to be the to the, the decider of yes. my actions. Not yes. So for my and choices. so, when you take away my right. ability to choose right and wrong, then I am no longer responsible. But if it's all on me, then I have then I am culpable for my decisions. And art the body, the, the, the our skin ought to be one line of demarcation. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so this is why this argument is not quite, it's not on parallel with the idea of having a driver's license, right. that's different.
1: Right, Or wearing a seatbelt right. or whatever. Yeah. While,
0: while we would have opinions about those and we would say there's a, there's a reach there as well, this is a different argument because mm-hmm. it's breaking a different line of sovereignty. Yeah. And so the line of our skin has to be our sovereign, it has to be sovereignty yes. there. The line of our mind, our conscience has yeah. to have a line of sovereignty yes. as saying, no, I am, wholly responsible uh, for my actions, for these things, for my body. I got to live in it. Um, therefore, I have to have some say in this.
2: And even if you are the most pro-vax, like you were the first in line, got all three vaccines, even you should believe that. Even you mm-hmm. should agree with personal choice mm-hmm. to take to, of what's getting injected into your own body. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's not a radical thought. That's yeah. not a crazy idea. I mean, any person should be for the, the idea of, Freedom of choice,
1: B- biblically, morally, <clears throat> we've always been there. Mm-hmm. You got to, You have to stand for it yourself. That's that's a, a great cultural mandate. The left has taken that and said, "Give me my rights." Right? right. And so, if if a guy decides he wants to be a woman and he's going to take these hormones, have these surgeries, change his dress, speech, behavior, whatever else, <clears throat> society's you know celebrating that, letting him do that based upon that's you know my decision. We would say it's probably not God's mandate. It's against, you know, moral law, but legally they've done that. So why is it a problem that like the, you know, transgender community who wants to push it in schools and everything else, why is it a problem for us also then to talk about this line of demarcation, line of sovereignty? So there's a great hypocrisy going on. So not only should we be Taking it to court. Not only should we be arguing it. Not only should we be honestly not so much concerned about name calling, um, but we should be organizing ourselves to uh, communicate in mass. And that means the companies that want to push this, we should be saying we're not going to do business with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The 100%. schools that are saying we're going to push this, we'll go to school elsewhere. Yeah. Right. Schools of choice. We can. We can do that, go elsewhere.
0: And that's the privilege of a free society absolutely, and actually an advantage to capitalism because there's choices. So yeah. someone else can come up, a school district, a institution, a business can say, you know what? We're going to be the opposite of that. We're going to be the one that does not mandate. Right. Um, and that's going to make my, and then I'm going to have some consumer decisions. Uh, so if I have a uh, grocery store A and grocery store B right. and they can compete on services, but now they can kind of compete on liberty. Right. Hey, we're not asking, that's where I'm gonna go.
2: Well, yeah. and West, Western Michigan University has kind of come out recently and said that you have all these colleges in Michigan that are mandating the vaccine now and losing a bunch of students in Wayne State, or not Wayne State, Western Michigan is like, we need the tuition, come here, we're not gonna man. Go Broncos. So, 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 Colleges so,
1: are breaking, colleges are closing right. it, because of um, money issues. And so this is, and this is what, what's, oh, you know, if we were waging war against a culture, society, a nation, we would war against their economy. We would war against their education, you know, their young people. We would war in against their their, their health. We would war against their governance. We've, you know, this, this COVID is a war. Mm-hmm. It, it is a war. It has changed our society, not just American society, but globally. The national sovereignty of nation states is being warred against here. This mm-hmm. is an ushering in of a global mind, mm-hmm. of, of a global authority, of a global consciousness, of a new glo- global you know, morality, and I think while we can, we need to say no, this is our choice, mm-hmm. and it's undermining Christian values, American values, human values, and it's a very, very dangerous precedent. Go ahead. Well, and because I'm I'm hearing the mind of the skeptic
0: or those that would be not uh, not line up with us in our viewpoint sure. here. And they say, you're being inconsistent. Right. Because in this topic, you're saying you have choice, but then in other areas, particularly moral sure, issues, sure. Right. you don't have choice. And, But I would reiterate, we are being 100% consistent. Mm-hmm. Our issue, with the LGBT community is, hey, what you're doing, you have a choice. It's when you want to go into my mind right. and tell my mind and conscience that I have to say something, mm-hmm. that's where the line of sovereignty has been right. broken over. But I now have now, to call you a woman. And that I now have to say, or I now have to go along with, Now that's where the line has been broken. Now, I can give you the statistics. I can tell you how that behavior is not uh, healthy. I can tell right. you how, I can give you the theology and tell you that the Bible says that that, that right. behavior is immoral. But where this becomes policy and societal is when you tell me by the arm of the government that I have to let that break into the the con- my consciousness. Right. And I have to accept that and say mm-hmm. something that's true that I don't believe is true. That's the battle line that we've been fighting for for over 10 yeah. years. Yeah. With
1: abortion, with other issues. And for over issues. 10 years. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean Bible
0: Nation mm-hmm. Society. Right. Yes. Because you know, we're, yes, we're right. not new to this game. Right. We've been doing this a long time. Yeah. And it's consistent. The line that we are fighting for and that we're, we're drawing in the sand uh, is is it's different. It's applied to different issues, but it's consistent. Yes, it's consistent. Yes,
1: and the thing is, is we're not advocating, um, you know, hanging people in the streets. Th- no. this victimology of no. you know of right. everyone. This vi- this this idea of identity politics is about we're not Islam. is about victim victimization, making everyone a victim. And, and react with their fears and overreact, right? Yeah, we're not we're not Islam, right. you know, killing people in the streets and that. We've never we've never done that ever. Right, right. now there has been um, imprisonment because when people uh, cross the line and go into homosexuality, LGBTQ um, culture behavior, it's usually criminal because it's affecting children. Mm-hmm. It's not taking you know if if there's no right or wrong in that, then I can have a partner and abuse them. And so most crime is gay on gay crime. And so therefore you're in jail and therefore people who stay in jail have a high percentage of LGBTQ. It's not, we, and we put it away from society because of how dangerous it is just like murder, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when that's gone from abomination to just crime, to just a mental health issue, to just a uh, alternative uh, issue to a now, choice. It, now it's a choice and now it's a mandate, right? Right. It's a mandate. Right. Right. Um, that's and that's that's the, point that's I'm making. the line. That's that, like, that is and so exactly that, what we're it's, talking it's about. It's the here, same yeah. exact thing right. now when you talk about yes. with a, a vaccine yes. situation. Yes. If people, if you've if you thought that smoking marijuana was going to help help your health, and, and you did that, most people left you alone. Most people left you alone. But when you decided to sell it, sell it to minors, have an industry, you know, cook it up. Now now it became you know a crime. War on drugs but it's the same thing now, it's the same thing with vaccines. You know, if you wanna do it, that's fine, but if I don't wanna do it, it's my personal choice.
0: But, so then, the, so let me be consistent, you know, the preacher that's on both sides of this and yes. and, and, and equally hit everybody. Yeah. So then even the grassroots and, you know, the Stand Up Michigan, yes. those movements, hey, we have to be a principled movement, Yes. Uh, not just a, a issue movement. Right. And these are core biblical in our creation, how God made us issues right. here. And you need to exercise those across the board right so you can be the, the greatest anti-vaxxer and yet or anti-mandate and yet be very immoral in other areas in your life right and so the core principle is what's matter yeah. and then it's application to every area of our life yeah that's what we need and and that's the hypocrisy that we got to get away from you guys say no listen this is consistent yeah on this issue on this issue and this issue We've just taken God's side. And
2: this is why I think it's, you know, you mentioned earlier, we've been talking about this for two decades, Mm -hmm. the Bible Nation Mm -hmm. Society. Mm -hmm. This isn't a response to COVID even for us. We've been talking about this for a long time. Actually, we've talked about a lot of the things that finally people are saying now. We've been saying for a long time. So this isn't about inconvenience. This isn't about, oh, now our lives are upset, so now we want to speak out. We've been speaking out, but this is an understanding Of as you say at the beginning of each episode, the best culture is a Bible culture. Right. It's proven and it works. This is about understanding that a culture is going to be better if it has a biblical understanding of what how to do things.
1: Our founding fathers, um, truly were not all born-again Bible thumping Christians, but they were all educated as such, they were all surrounded by it as such, they all spoke the same vocabulary and they did have the same understanding. And to many and to much extent, they had the same agreement mm-hmm. and they were in agreement that this form of government was unique. It was new. It came about because of Christian society and that when society ceased to be Christian, that this form of government would be overturned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of you know, where we're at today. Now, the good thing about personal choice is that companies have a choice. I like this article from CNN. Three major U.S. airlines will not mandate shots for their unvaccinated workers. So, vaccinated workers, great. We encourage that, but we're not going to mandate uh, the shots. They might have said, boy, we see some lawsuits coming, or we're not sure. But, you know, if you're running a major airline, you probably have scientists and you can look and see what's real and what's not. And you can say, well, we would encourage this just to get along, just, you know, just for the wrong sake. But at the same time, we're not going to mandate it. We're not going to get into that. We're not the government. We're not going to be financially, fiscally, you know, responsible for that. So, hey, kudos mm-hmm. to. Companies that are just going to say, "Hey, that's that's a personal choice. We're not going to go there. We're going to do business in a in a different in a different way." <clears throat> um, why should it be personal choice? CNBC fully vaccinated people are still getting infected with COVID. So even even CNBC, who just produces headlines, uh, decided that this headline was. Was justifiable. Fully vaccinated people are still getting infected with COVID. That is reason enough for me to say I'm not throwing everything down on, you know, on personal choice. And but they've what- allowed
0: people with the historic idea of vaccines to believe that this vaccine is inoculation. Right. And you're not being inoculated. Right. You're, you're not, not being
1: cured. Right. You're not being inoculated. Right. right.
0: You're not, a force field has not been put around you that right. now you're impervious to COVID. Right. And it's what's not, the, what's
1: it's not 100% st- and it's not necessarily better than natural immunities. Um, I will say I did test positive, have the COVID, did get sick, did go to the ICU. I went to the emergency room, having a hard time breathing. They gave me oxygen. Immediately, I mean immediately I started to get better. But we want to keep you. Okay. I'll I'll let you keep me. Horrible. The whole process was absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. The billing process was precise. But <laughs> but the, the the medical process was the worst thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Treated like, you know, oh you're a covid person. Oh you're a non Leprosy. you don't wear a mask and you you know that that sort of thing. And I gave it back to the doctors. I said that's not your job. That's my job. If you don't want to treat me then whatever. And I'll tell you what, the, 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 the hospital, the medical personnel quieted down, backed down, erased the bill because they had gone past ethics in, in that. And really, um, it was just pure oxygen. Now I'm wondering why I said, why don't you send me home with some pure oxygen? Well, that's a prescription. Well, why can't I have pure oxygen's in the air? Right. Concentrated in a bottle and breathing it through. How come I can't, have? well, you have to have the prescription. So, you know, medicine on the whole, uh, is a control factor of, of society, of the mind, of the fears, of the body, of life. And it's got too much power. And yeah. the insurance companies, pharmaceutical companies, etc., have far too much power, and they're being utilized to garner political control. Mm-hmm. To garner political control. So not only is it a, a personal choice medically, uh, we see this for what it is, and we're not doing it as a personal choice for control. Yeah. either because I'm not going to be controlled by something I don't believe in.
0: Well, you, you know, if you and I are fans of, you know, this era, but Eisenhower warns of the military-industrial complex. Well, now we have the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Well, There's the a lot of power and a lot of money and a lot of influence. And you know, I think
1: it trumps the for sure. It trumps the, the military complex yeah. because it, it is global in its scope.
0: And it touches every human being. You don't have to join thing. the military to do it. Yeah.
2: It's a business that has the most to gain from people being sick. Right. And afraid. And they're selling the remedy. Yeah. So they're selling the thing that can make you sick and the thing that they say can also make you better. I <laughs> mean,
0: you're a marketing. That's marketing yeah. one-on-one. Right. what I'm saying. I mean, for, you present right. the need. Like, yeah. I right. got to have this.
2: If I'm going to sell a product, I have a company that's like, well, we're going to sell barbecue. Okay. First thing, who's your clientele? Right. All right, let's find the people who like barbecue, and that's who we target. Well, if you're selling the disease and the cure,
1: that's <laughs> why so, so many <laughs> people, because Obamacare was so, you know, people, you know, look down their nose and say, why wouldn't you want Obamacare? Whatever. But socialized medicine is government control, right? Government failure, you know, and so we didn't want it. Now, let's let's keep our promise that we told our, our listeners, and let's talk about God's, God's mandates quickly. Uh, here's an article about the an orthodox critique of the cultural dominion mandate, and. Um, R.J. Rushdooney was one of Reagan's favorite moralists, and he talked about this idea of God's mandate of have dominion over the earth. Now, I would say that was given, and then man fell. So they didn't have mandate over the earth. The devil took mandate uh, temporarily uh, over the earth. <clears throat> and, but a lot of even conservative evangelical Christians and people in the conservative political realm Talk about this kingdom dominion mandate, to where uh, God's kingdom needs to rule the earth by man's doing, mm. and a, a lot of people that um, uh, you know really believe that uh, you know um, we bring in the kingdom kind of miss Christ's second coming. We don't bring in Christ's second coming. Mm. We don't set the parameters for that. He comes back with us. We don't make it happen. He comes back with us and sets up his kingdom on the earth, theologically speaking. Right. And so Kingdom Minion Theory kind of disregards the living second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ to set up his own kingdom and puts it in man's hands, which is exactly what Satan said, ye shall be as gods. You know, you're gonna set up kingdom. So it's it's kind of a satanic deception in in that regard but uh tony i think this particular article needs to be connected to this podcast um it comes from the orthodox reformed bridge a meeting place for evangelicals Reformed, and orthodox christians um and it's orthodoxbridge.com an orthodox critique of the cultural dominion mandate so if that's not the mandate pastor jason what is what is the mandate from god
0: well you know as we were talking kind of in the pre-show we think no, we're not against mandates. Mm-hmm. God gives us mandates. Mm-hmm. God gives us uh, things that we ought to, this is what you ought to do. Mm-hmm. This is a, com- a command, mm-hmm. an expecta- more than an expectation. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as we were talking about that in the pre-show, I was thinking, you know, Jesus says, um, is asked, what is the greatest commandment? Master, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus answered and said, thou shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And so there is this expectation, this mandate uh, that you got to love God, loyalty to God, mm-hmm. affinity to God, worship of God belongs solely to Him, and, and then other mandates take right. Yeah.
1: That is the first of the Ten Commandments, too. Yeah. The Lord's your God. Don't have any other gods. Jesus said love God and mm-hmm. love man as a creation of God in, in the image of God. You are an imager of God, and you are to reflect Him. We, we, you know Christians often use this phrase about glory to God give glory to God. What's the chief aim of man, you know? And the only way you can glorify God is to be standing in his reflection. You can't give God any more glory than he has himself. You're not adding to it. No, you're not adding to God's glory in right. any sense except that you're reflecting his glory back to himself. And this is just the human being that reverences God, recognizes he's the supreme standard, you know, and And then kind of tries to line up their life. And and our society, American society, 245 years ago, 46 years ago, uh, basically did that. Right. And and our our laws and judicial system and form of government is the best. that brought the greatest results for all of mankind. It was not perfect because there was humanity involved. And that's what kind of we're we're fighting for. And so this 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 is the great lie. If you don't have that mandate to recognize and love God, Then you're going to fall for another mandate. Exactly. You're going to fall for another authority that's bigger, better, and badder than you. And so we're having this mandate now that we are our own gods, we are our own salvation, and some of us know better than others. And so if you're not going to trust God, trust me, and I'll take care of you. And that's that's the government as God mandate. You know, Mm -hmm. some of science and technology believes in this idea of um, uh, of of uh, transhumanism. That we're going to have another evolutionary leap—not God, but another evolutionary leap where we all become filled with AI, robotics, perfections, inoculations, and so we're going to have humans 2.0 and humans 1.0, and the humans one—it's like Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. you know. And so there well, is there at least is that theory that fuels some of these people who are the so-called experts telling us what we should do.
0: And humans are created in the image and likeness of God. Yes, we inherently need God, mm-hmm. and yet when we remove God we'll create another God. Yes. History proves this over yes. and over again. I right. mean, secular history. You don't have to be a Christian theologian to understand this. Man wants God. Yes. All the way to the point that we make
1: ourselves God. And that's ultimately what it is. We make ourselves God. And so people would say, I'm not worshiping the devil. Good night. But when you make yourself God, you're falling for the same lie that Adam fell for in the garden. Yeah. You shall be as gods. And the devil would love for you to think you're God. And then he does his business because he can manipulate that. And 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 work that. So there is a there is a huge spiritual construct going on in the world today behind the scenes, including vaccinated, you know, mandate vaccines. Because yeah. eventually, is this, this mRNA is going to be tied with the idea of evolutionary steps becoming superhuman. So I, this is why I'm not a big fan of superheroes. I, I know that's just fiction. But the idea is the whole world kind of loves that, looks to that. Well, we can become something extra, 2.0. And uh, that is such a Garden of Eden lie. But it's going to be pervasive in the end of days.
0: So when we're talking about mandates, Mm -hmm. you know, I – Politically, ultimately, we're talking about tyranny. Mm -hmm. And tyranny is anything that gets between me and my ability to love God according to the dictates of my conscience. So if God's given me this great overreaching mandate, this mandate that directs every aspect of my life, every experience of my life, and yet another entity would try to come in and diminish that or remove it or redirect it, that's tyranny. Mm -hmm. Let, Let me live my life. And so if I have a conscience that says, I don't want to put that in my body, I then don't get between me and God. Yeah. And that's where the feathers get ruffled. Right. That's where a person finally says, I have to, that's where the apostles ultimately say, I have to obey God rather than man. Because Even
1: if there's consequences.
0: That's, and that's so fine. Christians
1: are afraid of consequences. Christians have to say, yeah. well, there's consequences, but I'm going to serve God regardless exactly. of what the consequences are. Yeah. Now the, the conflict there is that we're also Americans. And so come and bring your consequences and find out what happens. Right. So that they say, well, that's not Christian, but there's we're Christians and we're Americans. And so we're going to dictate some consequences ourselves. Jesus
0: told his disciples to take a sword.
1: Yeah. And and they said, we have two. And he said, good, that's enough. That's enough. (laughs) um, Well, there's other mandates that come from this general great mandate. You know, um, work is a mandate. Yeah, Right. Work be fruitful and multiply marriage Mm -hmm. in its definition and how it works and what it's for its purposes is a mandate. Um, How men treat each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a mandate um, um, marriage is a mandate G- jesus said thou shalt be saved mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, now jesus didn't come to condemn the world jesus himself said the world's condemned already yep. all you have to do is nothing and you're condemned yeah. and so he but he came to save the world and so he said be that be the in other words jesus said Look at me. Trust me. Follow no, no, me. That's a mandate. That's a mandate. As, as Moses instructed
0: them to look up at the serpent, you know, look to me.
1: And then he told us when we're Christians to go and serve him, go into the world, be my ambassador, reflect me, and and let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And then he also said to be ready, look for my coming, long for my coming, love my appearing. And so that's why Christians all have this innate hope that God's in charge, that he is alive, that he's coming the same way he left through ascension and descension or or translation or transfiguration mm-hmm. and that the heavenly realm, you know, will beam, transfix him into the earthly realm again, that it will be the same for us. This mortal shall put on immortality. Mm-hmm. And so we have an entirely different construct and perspective when it comes to personal choice. Mm-hmm. Personal choice still answers to God. All right.
2: And yeah. that's really the line that we're trying to draw here. That's yep. all that it is. And again, you know, we'll reiterate that if, if you're listening and and you want to get the vaccine like no one on this podcast is saying that you shouldn't or that it's you know do your research talk to your Mm -hmm. physician whatever you got to do do what what you think is best for you but this idea that because we don't want to get it is a bad thing or even beyond that 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 we don't want to be mandated to get it that shouldn't be a bad thing and that 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 freedom to be able to decide is not just good for me it's good for you listening yeah, yeah. and it does apply to other things that are going to come down the mm-hmm. pipe here soon and so if there's something worth fighting for it's fighting for your freedoms yes because if you lose them there's no other place in the world to go find them than america i mean america still is that yes last bastion of some sense of freedom and so this is what we're fighting for and this is what the understanding is i mean we were at this anti uh vax mandate Uh, Rally yesterday on the University of Michigan campus, and there was a young lady that came up to us. Uh, She was a student there, masked up outside, and she was visibly like angry, body shaking, hand motions, and approaching people, telling them that you know you you shouldn't be here. This is dangerous. You're killing people. I mean, she was so overwhelmed with emotion by people seeing people that are just literally standing up for freedom, but in her mind, she thinks. They're saying not to get vaccinated. And so the line that we're drawing today is not that. The line is this idea that liberty comes from God Mm -hmm. and that we understand that. And this idea that we should be mandated to take something into our own body is wrong and immoral and we're not going to stand for it.
1: There is mass deception. It's happened on a national scale in the past. It's happening on a global scale now. Mm -hmm. And we're not freaking out at those that are deceived. We're being reasonable and talking to them. Um, but it's about time that they get out of our face. The mass deceived, get out of my face. You know, people have talked a long time about kale, right? And kale is horrible. Kale is nasty. I'm talking about the vegetable. I'm talking about the the, the vegetable, kale. How this (laughs) is the new potato chip, this is the new... (laughs) No, it's not. And I'm saying, no, this is a guy who had a field full of kale, (laughs) and he hired someone to say, this is the... Now, that's great. People want to do kale, that's fine, but get it out of my face. Get it out of my... (laughs) Get it out of my cereal. Quit putting it into making it kale milk or whatever else you're doing.
0: And folks, this is what this is really all about. This is right? what this really is all about.
1: No anti-kale. <laughs> the truth is I'm going to choose God's mandates. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I will. Hope I will choose God's mandates. If I make a mistake, I'm usually going to make a mistake, hopefully on the side of love, and that, that I love you, and I recognize that you know, your kale theories are wrong, but you can have them right and your societal, you know, college kid, you know, Karen black lives matter whatever, you know, now van, max, uh, vaccine mandate. It's not that I uh, that I agree with you. It's right. not that I believe you. I think you're deceived and I think you're wrong. Right. But I'm not acting like you are. But push me in a corner. Push me in a corner and I think I think it's time for people to get in that corner and to not go to stores, not deal with companies. Uh, I think it's time to, for them to, to give money to the right people that are saying the right things to try to get uh, elected. I think it's time to take everybody to court because that's all they're doing, take yeah. everybody to court. I think it's time to say no. I mean, marijuana users said no, yeah. right? That's the, they said no, we're going we're gonna to do this, and, and they're doing it, right? right? So it's time for us to say no. No, we're going to do this. We're going to go to church. We're going to love God. It's our personal choice, um, parental rights over, over our children and education. It's just absolutely time to do that. God has mandates. When they conflict with these so-called human mandates, uh, at least in a certain percentage of the population, that's going to fail.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and like we had said earlier, I think we have began the first podcast in this section about minority. Mm-hmm. But it will be, if people will stand up, mm-hmm. it will be like Elijah who finds out he wasn't by himself. right. God had a lot. There was a lot of people. There was a lot. There yeah. was a lot that did right. not bend their knee yeah. or, and bow. And so there's a lot now. There's there. You're there. You're watching this podcast. You're not you're, alone. You're hearing this and you're thinking, man, there's some guys, some people that think like like we do, like I do. I didn't think anyone thought like I did or, have, or even questioning these things. But we're here. There's more of us than you realize that they're here. And we want to encourage you to connect with these people. These ideas connect
2: well, with these people. Get connected with a good Bible preaching church because yeah. we hadn't ever felt alone in our thoughts. We have a lot of people around us on a yes. regular basis that yes. that encourage us in biblical thought, and, and so and, get and yourself a part of something like that. You know,
1: the Bible Nation Society has worked nationally with sixteen thousand churches, you know, each with hundreds of people in mm-hmm. them. Uh, in the state of Michigan, a thousand churches mm-hmm. of, of different stripes. We've done national events in Washington, D.C. We've done state events in Lansing and elsewhere. And we've worked with people who weren't even philosophically, you know, in agreement with us right. on, on everything. So I don't, you know, I maybe we're a minority in percentage, but I don't think that we're a minority in, in thought, in freedom, in liberty, in... Right. in. Uh, and truth is never a minority. And truth is, yeah, yeah. you know. Truth will, truth
0: will
1: you know. They say, truth you will know, set you free. You know, me plus God is the majority. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. well, <laughs> you know, and Spurgeon, yeah. you know, I, I don't have to defend the Word of God. I, it, it's like you're better off defending a lion. Yeah, let the Word of God do it. It's going to work.
1: It, let it speak for itself. I like the verse in Isaiah chapter 26, verse two, that says, "Open you the gates, that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in." Mm-hmm. So God does work in nations, and He does favor godly nations, and uh, that's what we had set out to be. That's what we're we're trying to be. I don't think you can necessarily legislate morality, or that a, a nation in itself is saved or not. But I think it's under the influence of the Bible, or it's not under the influence of the Bible. Yeah,
2: I want to say something very important before we go, and that is, if we do become superheroes, I call Iron Man.
1: You want Iron Man? I call Iron Man. You know Iron why? <laughs> because he's rich. Right. That's why. You know, and his but name's Tony. But true superheroes don't need to be rich. That's
2: I'd right. And he's not really a superhero. He just okay, makes he cool gadgets. <laughs>
1: Well, all right, gentlemen. Thank you very much. And uh, Tony, uh, again, I want to make sure that uh, that we connect with these two videos. The the, the video by the um, medical specialist who yep. who, who spoke uh, to a school board about the misnomers of vaccination and mm-hmm. why pushing mandates is not scientific and it it becomes tyrannical, yep. really. And he's got some good information. And I already there.
2: sent the articles to the guys to put in for the for this episode. Right. So.
1: Thank you, folks, for listening to our podcast. Uh, As always, go to BibleNation.org in order to see everything that we have uh, to offer. And then you can communicate with us if you have questions, uh, comments, or discussions. Thank you very much. Remember, the best culture is a Bible culture. It's proven and it works.